What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. It's a beautiful day in the Bay. How's everybody doing today? I'm your host as always, Zach Hernandez, and it's I'm feeling good today, especially after a Warriors game five win in the NBA finals. I got my boy Shay on the pod. Say what up, bro. What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you doing? <laughs> um, uh, given the circumstances, I'm doing well. Yeah. Um, as everybody knows, I had Shay on a pod earlier in the year. Um, Shay is a uh, Celtics fan. I'm a Warriors fan. So this will be a fun pod. Um, we're going to cover everything that happened last night. We'll give our predictions for game six if we think there'll be a game seven. And we'll just talk about these two teams. Um, it was a fun game last night for me. Definitely got stressful at times after the Warriors jumped out to a big lead in the beginning. Um, definitely knew it wasn't safe, though. Um, but Celtics came back, kind of took the lead for a little while. But then the Warriors kind of stormed back. So, first off, I want to talk about Steph Curry just for a little bit because everybody out there, for some reason, is so against that man getting a Finals MVP, and I don't know why. He's still the front runner for Finals MVP. <laughs> it is not Andrew Wiggins. As much as I am loving Andrew Wiggins right now and what he did last night especially, he is not leading the Finals MVP race right now. No. No, you're allowed to. Okay, role players are allowed to have a good game without getting gassed up to be a Finals MVP. And it's like that's not a disrespect calling him a role player. It's just he's just not like he's not Steph Curry. And the recency bias is a is a really apparent thing. And I think we're forgetting that Steph Curry averaged 35 a game on 50 percent, 50 percent from three for four games. Now he had one bad game. It's whatever. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know about the whole Wiggins final MVP thing. I know it's uh, for I for some reason, it just feels like everybody out there is so against Steph finally getting his finals MVP. They're doing everything they can to give it yeah, to somebody else. Um, but no, Steph deserves it. If the Warriors win the finals, he will get it. I am very confident in that. Last night, he did have an off game. He broke his streak. He uh, had hit a three in every single playoff game he's ever played in. And then last night, he did not. He went 0 for 9 from downtown. So that streak broke, but it's okay because the Warriors got the win. He ended with 16 points, and he started to distribute and play, make the ball. Got eight assists last night. Um, so it's kind of nice when you see a player who's such a great scorer like him kind of take a step back, let the other guys do the scoring, and he can start to distribute the ball. Um, but, yeah, no, not a great night for Steph, but it doesn't matter, which is a great thing to see for the Warriors because a lot of the time it feels like, we need Steph to go off or we need Steph to just play like pretty well for us to have to win, especially against a good team like the Celtics. Um, but it's good to see him shoot seven for 22 and still get the win by 10. Andrew Wiggins, though, man, shoot. That guy has been huge for the Warriors. 26 points last night with 13 rebounds. Without him, we don't win. How are you feeling about Wiggins? 
Yeah, I mean, about Curry, it's like you got you to gotta pick your battles. I was in that – I mean, I think everyone was with me in the fact that, like, if you stop Steph Curry, then should be an easy win. Like, as long as Curry, – Curry was due for a bad game. He wasn't going to have seven or six straight games of just 50% from three, 40 points a game, all that. So it's like you stop Steph Curry, and I'm like, stop him and you win. Well, you got to pick your battles because clearly, if you do, if you stop him, then someone else is going to have to have to go off, and that just happened to be Wiggins and a little bit of Gary Payton. But yeah, I mean, it's tough. I don't know which way they'd rather go, but that that's my that's my problem with the Celtics right now. It's like you, they don't have a direction. They don't know what they want to do between letting Curry go off and just limiting the other guys, or stopping Steph Curry and just hoping Wiggins hoping Wiggins doesn't drop thirty. This was the yeah. Wiggins game, though. It was, dude. I was super stoked to see it. I mean, he's been stepping up big time. Without him, we wouldn't be here. Um, and last night, dude, I mean, he was a total MVP of the game um, okay. with scoring, rebounding, defending. You know, we've had trouble rebounding this series, especially. And last night, he came through with 13. Um, so that's so huge for us. Um, Draymond kind of finally came back a little bit because um, he's – he's had a awful series um, mm-hmm. pretty much through the first four games. Game two was okay, but every other game was pretty bad. Um, but last night he had eight points, six assists, eight rebounds. Did foul out for the third time. Uh, can't control the fouls. I will say we'll get to the rest in a little bit. Um, they call a lot of fouls, um, but three times fouling out. I think that was like some record. I feel like I saw that. I think it's Yeah, the- no, it's a, it was him <laughs> and some other guy from like the 70s. And there's still at least another game left, so it's possible that he could break that record. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, very Draymond thing to happen. Yeah, but they, they Celtics let him get confidence. It's the last thing you got to do. It's like, I mean, oh, yeah. eight, what what do you have? Eight points, six rebounds. Yeah, eight points. Eight eight points, eight rebounds, six assists with a steal. Yeah, that's an outstanding game. That's a great game, especially with his like leadership and defensive ability. It's like you let him get confidence, and then it's not going to go well for you. Like. What they were doing the previous four games was great. Mm-hmm. I know he's not like he's not going to go out and drop twenty points on you. He's not going to go out and go off. It's it's not box score stuff. So letting him get the slightest bit of confidence, let it, let him get in a rhythm, is not what you wanted to do. No, yeah, I mean that's the last thing an opposing team wants to do because that's when the Warriors are at their best too. When Draymond's playing his best and when Draymond's got all his confidence, the Warriors are at their best because he is. I mean, really, team. everybody played good except Steph, and Steph didn't even play bad. He just shot bad. Yeah, totally. I I mean, I agree with you. Um, Clay didn't play bad. Like he's ha- obviously had his off games recently. Um, he didn't play bad. Gary Payton obviously played really well. Um, Wiggs and Dre. Uh, Looney did. Looney didn't play all that much because he got into yeah, foul no, trouble. Looney, Looney didn't play that. Looney didn't play that well. He got in foul trouble very early, so he didn't. Yeah. He didn't play that well. But he also didn't really play. So yeah, he didn't play that much. So it just kind of cancels out. And Jordan Poole played well too. Um, How do you feel about that? By the way, uh, starting Otto Porter over Looney. Yeah. Um, so I think I would, if I was the coach, I would be sticking with a Looney lineup starting Looney just because I, I think Looney's been playing really well this entire playoffs. And I think he's like our tallest guy, which is crazy. Cause I think he's either six, nine or six, 10, but, um, I would have, I would be keeping him in the starting lineup to at least give a little bit of height inside. Um, I can kind of see what Steve Kerr is doing because at this point it's almost like they're running a little smaller. I don't know how tall Porter is. I think he's like six eight, maybe or six seven. Yeah, he's big. 
I'm just saying, so, like, from from my point of view, like, as a Celtics fan, like, I am salivating when I see Looney off the court. Like, Robert yeah. Williams goes off. Yeah. I, I mean, Al Horford hasn't really been doing much, but Robert Williams <laughs> gets every single rebound when Looney's off the court. So, it's yep. like, you kind of you kind of just, once again, you pick your poison. It's like, they're going to run you up and down the court with that uh, small lineup with whether it's Curry, Clay, even Poole, Wiggins, and uh, – Draymond, they're going to run you up and down the court, but at the same time, they're also sacrificing a lot of defense and a lot of height. So, yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like you got to just hope that you do all the right things, don't turn it over, and you can rebound, and then you'll kill them. But then again, that's very hard to do with that team. So, yeah, no, I totally agree. It, it's a tough, it's a tough decision. Um, is with the with the kind of the the difficulties that their lineups are facing right now with no bigs kind of makes everything a lot tougher to to put a lineup out there. Um. So, you know, we've had so many lineups this whole playoffs. Like, we've started, like, six or seven different lineups. Um, but Otto Porter's been doing his thing out there. I mean, he's been playing pretty solid. Um, so, I'm not mad at him. Last night, he didn't play. He didn't have an amazing game. But I think, for the most part, Otto Porter's been been solid for the Warriors. Um, I feel like he hasn't missed. I feel like he's, like, eight for eight from three. So. I know. it's Yeah, because he doesn't shoot all that much. But when he does, you feel like he goes in. You were like um, four of five the first game, two of three. They said, like, dude. And it's like one of the shots that he made. You remember that little flick shot that he made? Oh, shoot, with 12, that was insane. With, with 12 seconds left in the shot clock. I don't know what he was doing, but yep. hey, man, by yeah, all I'll, means, go I'll, ahead and shoot it because we'll take that. <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I bet they'll stick with this same lineup, you know, for the rest of the finals. If it goes to game yeah, seven definitely, and game definitely. six, they'll stick with Why these not? guys out there. Um. It's not a bad lineup at all. Um, so I'll definitely take it. Um Osman would be big for this series. Yeah, so I was gonna bring him up Instead because Bielitsa. It's it's been so tough because I was so I remember the day because I had a buddy, we're both huge Warriors fans, and we were just talking about Wiseman. And it was when he was like nearing his return playing in the G League, and we were getting so hyped. We were like, finally, all this team needs is a big man. Like, we'll be so much better with a big man. Just some yeah just some big presence down there. And then when the news came out that he wasn't going to play for the rest of the year, dude, it was like not yeah. as bad as when Clay's injury got announced for the second time, but still pretty bad. Like I was so yeah. bummed because that, he was going to be our X factor. I mean, he was going to be huge mm. for us. He's yeah, he's, it, he's weird. It's like, he's, he's big, but he, he's not a good rebounder. It's, it's very, very weird. He's like not a good rebounder for the height that he is. And it's like, he's not a bust because he just, he's played one season and people just don't talk about him. Like this guy was the number two overall pick literally just last year, but mm. it's just one of those things where it's like, he'd probably be big for the size, but it's like, I just, I still think he wouldn't have played that well, but once again, he's still young, like, but, but just having that size and that presence in the paint would have been so much bigger than having to play Draymond at the five at all times. And Draymond's not bad at the five, but having to play him at the five at all times, is really, really tough for them. Yeah, no, I agree. Cause I don't, I don't think James Wiseman was going to come out and play like some dominant center. Um, I wasn't yeah, expecting no. that at all, but I'm just, like you said, with this, to have that seven foot presence out there, cause we don't have anybody over six ten. So to have a seven footer out there, at least for a little amount of time to, you know, fill some voids would have been super nice. Um, so it's definitely tough that he's not out there, but next year's going to be fun. I'm definitely not calling him a bust. A lot of Warriors fans are kind of against James Wiseman at, at this point in time, which really? is kind of annoying. I, I see it a lot on Twitter. I'm a, I'm a believer. It's, it's an experiment for sure. And yeah, I he had a was, rough rookie season. He had a rough rookie. Oh season. yeah, Def, he definitely did. He didn't play amazing, but 
again, he was eight, 19 years old. Um, now he's coming off another injury. He's kind of been injury riddled. So I think he'll come out, play pretty well. I remember in the G League, he looked a lot bulkier, which was one thing that I asked of him. I was like, no, I didn't see him personally, obviously, but I was hoping he would, yeah. you know, do. Yeah. Um, he got a little bigger. So that's huge. I think he's going to come out and play decently and he'll develop over the course of the season. I think he'll be a uh, good piece for the team. Yeah. It's, it, like I brought that up because I saw him on the bench and it's like, they haven't been giving him any, like they haven't said his name. And it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know he's, he's out for the season. He hasn't played a game. So I'm not going to say his name, but this guy was like number two overall pick and they haven't said his name. And I saw him on the bench. Like, wow. Like yeah. James Wiseman forgot about that guy. I know so, a lot of people. Yeah. It's like, he's getting forgotten. Yeah. Um, I, I forgot about, I won't lie. I forgot about him. That's yeah. Why I brought it up. <laughs> yeah no i was definitely gonna bring him up because he's been he would be huge for us right now again not yeah. saying that he'll be playing at some elite level just to but... get bealitz off the court really exactly to, and, and iguodala <laughs> just to get those guys off the court you don't those are like oh man like we have to play you kind of guys like those they shouldn't really be getting minutes in the finals in my opinion in 2022 so no, they shouldn't. Be elites is not, he's not very good. I'm not the biggest fan of him. Although I will say there was one game in this series that he actually didn't play all that bad, but yeah, he played pretty solid. If he makes, if he makes a good play or hits a shot or something, he immediately turns around and makes some boneheaded play. So it's, <laughs> it's just the be elite. So that's just what he is. Um, so he definitely should not be getting minutes. Iguodala, he's old at this point. I love him. Like obviously he holds a special place in my heart. I think he should retire and be part of the coaching staff, but I don't think he's good enough to be getting minutes unless it's garbage time. Yeah. Um, let's talk about your boys, though. Jason Tatum led your led your team in scoring with 27, had 10 rebounds, too. Um, played 44 minutes. Sheesh, that's crazy. How many guys? Yeah, so him and JB played 44 minutes, um, and he shot 10 for 20. So he had a solid game. Um, how are you feeling? Just your thoughts on the game from your team perspective. Um. I just, honestly, I just think they look gassed. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I mean, the Warriors have had to play a lot less, or not a lot less game, but a good amount of games less than the Celtics. And I'm not using that as an excuse. I'm just saying, like, yeah. they've had two seven-game series already and, like, two physical seven-game series. And it's just, like, they just – Jason Tatum playing 44 minutes. Like, that guy's usually, like, an Iron Man. Like, he never misses games. And when you don't miss that many games and now you're playing – two seven game series and now you're going into a six game six in the NBA finals. Like that's a lot of miles under you. So it's, it's getting to the point where it's like, he's just really tired. And it's like, I I really want him to play less minutes in the first half. I don't care if it's the finals. It's just two games in a row. Now the Jays just completely disappeared in the fourth quarter. And it's, I'm not worried about their skill at all. Like these are two of the most talented guys in the league right now, but it's just, they're 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 gas right now. They got They got to play a little bit less minutes. I don't care if it's the finals. Jalen Brown played awful yesterday. Yeah. So Jalen Brown did not have a good game. Uh, they both played forty four minutes, which is crazy. That's a lot. That's a lot of time out there running up and down the court. Um, and it wasn't enough. But Jalen Brown did not play well. Tatum played fine. Um, I mean, at this point, it's game six. So, do, I mean, it will be game six. So, do you think they'll play another, like, 44-minute game? They're, I mean, they're going to have to. Because if you yeah. think about it, like, if you get a, if you get eliminated, like, you have, a, you have an offseason. You have yeah. an offseason anyway. So, it's like, whatever. Yeah. Like, just stick it out for the next game or two. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. Like, just about Jalen Brown, it's like, 
I've watched every single minute of every single game in these playoffs. And it's like, I swear every time he drives, and I know this isn't true, but every time he drives, I feel like he just turns it over or it falls <laughs> out of his hands. And it's like, he's not even getting swiped at. He just drops the ball. I, I don't know. What to, I don't know what it is. Tatum now has the most turnovers in an NBA like playoff run ever. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you know, and I, and I replied to it on Twitter. It's like, Hey, if you win the finals, no one's going to care, but oh, yeah. it's just one of those things. It's like, it's going to get talked about. And if you have the ball in your hands, it's going to get talked about, but. I thought Tatum played well yesterday. It's just yeah. he's it's just he needs he needs some help, especially like with 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 Jalen Brown being inconsistent. Warriors defense was amazing yesterday. Tatum still found a way to play great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough. I don't know. It's just I, I'm, it's very up and down with this team. The ebbs and flows in this game is in the, with this team is just insane. Like yeah, the, the game four where where we missed where it was three points in the last five minutes. Like yeah. Come on, you know. Yeah. Um, your biggest thing is the turnovers, which is funny because it's that's just like the Warriors. This team honestly reminds me of the Warriors too. Like these teams are very similar. Yeah, um, they, they both they're both really good when they're at their best, but they can both be pretty bad when it comes to sloppiness and turning the ball over. This is Warriors basketball. The Celtics played like the Warriors last night with 18 turnovers. The Warriors only had six, and I can't even tell you the last time I remember the Warriors only getting six turnovers in a game. I, I can uh, tell you why I can tell you why. And it's because our <laughs> like the Celtics turnovers turned into transition for the yeah. Warriors and the Warriors. Like, I feel like the Celtics didn't have to get their or didn't get their defense set like nearly as much as they used to. And that, and that's why they only had six turnovers. Like, they were just yeah. running the whole time. So there was yeah. not a lot of room for turnovers. And it's like, yeah, the, the, the thing that's like, like the Warriors, um, the Celtics turnovers were they're bad turnovers. It's not even like a it's it's just like you don't you don't get any shots up. You're just running into people. That's the Jalen Brown special right there. Like he looks at people and just tries to run into them, yeah. and then he gets stripped every single time. So it, it's very very frustrating, especially when you know you know what's going to happen and it's so frustrating. So mm-hmm. especially because I already know Ime Udoka is talking to the team right now like, as we're speaking, saying got to limit the turnovers, and they go out there. <laughs> And they turn it over. They, so they do the same thing. I've been there, man. That's how the Warriors used to play. I mean, let's see. Tatum had four turnovers. Jalen Brown had five, and Smart had four. That's bad. Uh, you I'll had to take four up. turnovers out of Tatum, but it's just if you're having yeah. four and five from those two other guys, like Tatum has the ball that in his adds hands up. for the majority of the game. But it's like when when Jalen Brown and Smart have nine, that's just it just can't happen. But Tatum having four, I will take that any day of the week. But <laughs> I mean, that's when just seven or eight. Yeah, that's bad. That's just 18, you know, that's 18 plays where you're just giving up the ball, you know, and giving it to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. And you can't do it that many times, especially with an offense like the Warriors who can easily just put the ball in the basket. Um, so that's what killed you a lot. A lot of people now, I see it a lot, are coming after the refs for this game. Um, and so my take on the refs is that because there's a lot of people saying that this this was Celtics versus refs or whatever. And I think that is not the case. Um, but I will say that the refs called a lot of fouls on both sides and they were really starting to bother me because they were not letting them play. And I think it's the NBA finals. They should all, you know, they should just be let just play. You don't got to be calling all these fouls, but this game was not be, this game was not decided because of the refs and the Warriors, the Celtics shot 31 free throws. And the Warriors shot 15. So if anything, yeah, you can do the math there. But um, no, this game was not decided by the refs. Although I will say they were like Jordan Poole's flop 
that was bad. But, you know, Marcus Smart's flopping a lot too. So at the end of the day, it's all canceling out, I think. Um, but no, this game was not decided by the refs. I don't know how you felt about that though. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not one to say like, this is Warriors versus refs or Celtics versus refs. It's like, if the, if the, I'm going into every game expecting the refs to be horrible because they are horrible. They all <laughs> suck. But it's like, my thing, it's like, I understand, like, it's Marcus Smart flops. Like, I know that. And it's like, I understand that. If you're on the, if you're a Celtics fan, you love him. If you're not, you probably don't like him. My problem is when they call the flops. And it's like, when Tony Brothers called that flop on uh, Jordan Poole, it's like, he wasn't even looking at Jordan Poole. He just saw him do that and called the foul. Yeah. And I know, like, I do know more than like, anyone with that Bucks series that Celtics Bucks series was just a flop fest like the whole the whole series was just everybody <laughs> flopping but the only way you can get called for a foul with Giannis is if you flop so I'm not pro flop but it's like in order to get foul calls you have to flop because they won't they, they don't look at like just an L like yeah. if an elbow like grazes someone's nose they're gonna have to flop so to get that foul and I get that but Jordan Poole didn't even get a, get touched but Nope. I, I don't know. Um, I, I'm not even like this isn't Celtics or this isn't uh, Warriors and refs. It wasn't Warriors and refs. I just thought they called, like you said, they called way too many fouls this game. The refs that the refs didn't influence this game or like they didn't uh, go with the Warriors or go with the Celtics. It was just way too many foul calls. It, it game was way too slow for the NBA finals. I hated it, but I bet we get Scott Foster game six. I'll yeah, tell probably, you that. Yeah, we probably will. I'm with you though. I hated it too. I hate fouls. It's just so frustrating to watch when the game just stops and they're shooting free throws and it's so slow and they call so many fouls. Um, it's not fun. So, you know, I wonder what they do about it. Cause they, cause this, I feel like this is like this, these playoffs has been bad are the most they've talked about the refs and stuff. And I don't know. And they're definitely going to have like board meetings about refs. Like they always do. I wonder if there's like accountability. It's like, if you miss if you miss that many calls, you get fined or something like like I watch baseball. It's like I think that umpires should get the same amount of uh, accountability that players get. Like if you're a bad umpire, then oh, yeah. you get sent down, you get sent down to triple yep. A or whatever. That's what I think. But once again, it's like the refs just have way too much power in the game and they can just influence one way or the other. So I don't know. I just don't think Tony Brothers should get any type of finals appearances. He's terrible. No, yeah, I agree with you. I think, I think refs should also be like um, have to talk to the media after the games. I think that would be sick. Like media can ask some questions and all that. Yeah, that's a good uh, idea. Because most NBA refs suck, and they they can influence the games, and it's so annoying to see. And being an NBA ref, being a ref in general, it's like the only job where you can absolutely suck at it and not get fired. Exactly. And, and they also, in my opinion, they also need more refs because it's like when you're, which there's not like a little amount of refs, but they, I think they need more because you get guys like Scott Foster who ref a lot of games and he's refed a lot of Chris Paul games and and everybody knows, everybody knows that Chris Paul is like, Owen, whatever with Scott Foster, like officiating. And that is not, that's not a coincidence. He just Mm -hmm. clearly doesn't like how Chris Paul and the same thing with like Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry has a ref where he's like owing something against. Yeah. Celtics are like, I think 15 and 0 with Scott Foster. It's ridiculous. I know. And it's just, <laughs> I, I don't get it. It's there's clearly patterns with these things. I'm not saying it's rigged, but there's clearly 
like They're a vendetta fans. against certain players. It, I, I don't like it. They need, they need something to just, they need to figure that out. Yeah, no, there definitely is. Um, and it's super, super annoying to see. Um, but yeah, you're probably right. We probably will see Scott Foster in game six. Oh, the extender. <laughs> the extender. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that's going to be a Celtics win. I'm, I'm, we'll get to our predictions, but yeah, it's just Scott Foster has refed a lot of games where it needs to get forced to a tie series. And that's, yep. so he, have you seen that? He's nicknamed the extender. Is that, I haven't seen that. That's funny though. He, he is. He, they call him the extender and it's just <laughs> every three, two series he refs because it takes, it takes the other team to game seven and gets the NBA money. So, uh, that's sure that I'm sure you'll see him. Yep, Good for me, bad will. for you. But. I'll be I'll be yelling at my TV. Um, but one more thing about not really the refs, but just the game itself is I'm so not a fan. I'm like anti-challenging rules. Like I love the idea of challenges, but their NBA challenge rules suck. If you challenge a play and you win, you should be able to challenge again or you should be able to get that challenge back and there are certain plays where it's like you're in the second quarter and there's this blatant missed call but you're like wait I don't want to waste my challenge yet I don't want to have to use my challenge to bail out these refs it's so backwards challenges are really bad I think you should get challenges in quarters one through three one challenge in quarter one through three and then you get an extra one in the fourth so if you don't use it from one through three then you should get that on top of the fourth quarter because like I think you should also get a challenge once two minutes hit in the fourth quarter because that's when they that's when the game is at its highest point. And if there's a bad call that and you don't have a challenge and it's a brutal call, you should be able to challenge it. But yeah, you're right. It's bad. It's so bad. It's frustrating. Dude. Just, coaches just refuse to use it now because like in or from quarters one to three, the coaches just refuse to use it. I know because it, like, yeah, if it's a blatant missed call and they challenge it, it's like, okay, you get the ball back and then you're done. You can't challenge yeah, it anymore. They don't the want to risk game. it because especially on like charges and blocks, like you don't know, like everything's so close to where it's like, you don't even want to risk it. Mm-mm. It's bad. It's bad. I'm, glad you I'm with you. Up. I didn't even think about it. It's bad. Yeah. It like bothers me every game I see. Cause it's so, it's like, you have to bail the refs out for making bad calls by using your own challenge. It's so stupid. It oh yeah. On the, t- on the topic of refs, like just one more thing, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The text, the texts have to stop. I was both uh, sides. Yeah. Yep. Both sides. Because like this, is this is, this is the NBA finals. You're going to get emotion out of people. Mm-hmm. I understand. Okay. If there's a fight, yeah. Tech call it a tech. <laughs> like I, I, I'm sh- uh, that, that, that is a technical foul, but it's like, if, if, if someone's yelling at a ref in the fourth quarter or third quarter of an NBA finals game to go up three, two, where game five winners win like 88% of the time, like, yes, it's go it's going, you're going to get yelled at. Stop being soft. That's, that's my thing. It's just, it's, you can't be calling text in the, in these types of games unless it's blatant. 100% agree. I am so with you on that. Um, Cause I think you guys had like two called on you, right? Marcus smart. And it was two and it was, it was Marcus smart because of the whole Jordan pool, the whole Jordan pool antic like <sighs> thing. And then um Ime Udoka got called on one, which if oh, yeah. the coach is getting, I understand. Okay. I, I know I just said, I don't understand, but I understand players getting called because they're going to be yelling at the rest. How is a coach getting a tech? It's like coaches, like Ime Udoka wasn't even yelling. Like, I know he was just it's telling bad. him, man. I don't get it. It's so know. bad. And Draymond got like one earlier this year. Yeah. What, who got one? Steve Kerr got one. Um, when I remember Peyton Pritchard traveled, I think it was last game. And then Steve Kerr was like yelling at the ref. They didn't call the travel. And then he got the tech. 
Well, uh, if I was the Warriors, I'd get as many texts as possible because the Celtics can't make a free throw. So I know. <laughs> Thank you, dude. So you guys missed 10 of them yesterday. Which yeah, I was, I'm like, I'm like trying to have like my good juju and like trying to like, I, I don't know if I want to look at the screen when we're shooting free throws or not look because I'm sitting here and it's just, I'm just watching the rim. Like I literally did this thing where I, I blocked out the player and just watched the rim and it was just brick after brick after brick. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And it's like, if you go, wow, if you made all your free throws, this is a tie game. Like that's just not how it works. Cause how many free throws do you shoot? Like 30 Like you're not going 30, 30 for 30, but it's like, you can't go 20 for 30. No, Tatum cannot went, be shooting 66% from the free throw line in this series. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, he went two for six. Your team went 21 for 31. It was um, so bad. 21 for 31. I would I would have guessed we went like 12 for 31. Because <laughs> when you're missing free throws, it feels like you miss all of them. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, no, that, I was very thankful for that. You guys were clanking the free throws, and I was – keep yeah, it coming. Dude, no, yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's like I feel like – if that's the theme, it's not going to turn around. Like, you're going to keep missing them. Kind of yeah. like with three-pointers, but clearly that wasn't the case. It was like 0 of 12 and then like 7 of 8. It was yeah. so weird. I yeah. hate this team. for They're so inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely are. And the Warriors can be that way too. So I'm I'm definitely nervous for game six. Uh, we can start to – do you have anything else about the game you wanted to cover about game five? Anything big? No. No. I think, um, I think we got it. So we could talk about what we think will happen in game six. Um, so it's back in Boston, obviously, and Warriors win, it's over. And then if the Celtics win, we go to game seven. How are you feeling, man? Who do you think's going to walk out with game six? Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I think the Celtics have a big decision to make with how they want to defend Curry. Cause I don't even think Curry had a bad game. I just think he just, he got, he got defended very well. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's Steph Curry's going to shoot threes, whether they're contested or not. Like if he's if he's having a bad game, it doesn't matter. He's going to keep shooting. He's the most confidence on the court. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, do you want to play him like you did in Game Five and just limit him and let other guys go off and hope Wiggins doesn't drop another twenty-eight point game, or do you want to just do it how you did the first four games and let Curry go off and don't let anybody else do anything? That's that's the decision that Yudoka has to make, and I don't know what he's going to do, but I think this series is in the same trajectory as it was with the Heat Celtics series, to where it's like, you remember when the Celtics were up three two, and it's like, oh, the Heat are done; they don't have anybody. Yeah. I feel like that's how this series is right now. Like mm-hmm. it's it's looking very very bad for the Celtics. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go out sad, but I don't think they they get a they get a game seven. I think the Warriors end it t- Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm with you on that. I do think they'll end it. And a big reason for that is just because the Warriors won game five by 10 with a bad Curry shooting night with a Curry shooting bad. And every time he has a bad shooting night, it seems like he follows with the incredible performance. Um, now I think we're going to see Steph do his thing tomorrow or not tomorrow, Thursday. Um, I think he's going to probably drop like 30, but if not, is game yeah. six clay time. <laughs> hey, if, Curry, if Curry goes off, it's nothing I haven't seen. So, I mean, yeah. it's nothing the Celtics haven't seen either. So maybe it's not a bad thing. It's like, but if Curry's going off, let him go off and don't let anybody else have another 25 plus point game. I'm just saying oh. if the, if the Celtics win game six though, Warriors haven't been in a game seven. <sighs> is all I got to say, or this, this season, this I'm, season, they, they definitely have been in the game seven. 
Ah. Celtics have been a two. This will be the third. I don't know. It'll it'll that would be a very fun script. I'm telling you right now, it'd be a very fun script. A game seven in the finals. I'm hoping there's no game seven because those take yeah. years off my life with the stress, dude. I get take years off your life. This will be the I, third one. I, I know, I, yeah, for, for me. I for you like, guys, I, I I've been like terrified for these. I mean, the Bucks one was a blowout from from the first quarter, but. These these are scary. Like I every single game, like I am terrified at like three o'clock, and I'm just like oh, yeah. shivering for these games. But game yeah. six, I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm, I don't have that bad taste in my mouth after this game as I did in, in like the previous losses because it's kind of I, I don't want to give up on this team. Like this team had such a like a, a historical run, mm-hmm. and they're so good. But it's just I just feel like they're holding on by like a thread. Like they have like nothing left. But mm-hmm. they they've they found ways to persevere and they found ways to make this season as difficult as possible. So if they want to keep it going, then I'd love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting nervous just talking about it now because I, I really yeah. start. I'm just, I do not want to game and seven. The Scott dude. Fo- and the Scott Foster masterclass is coming. I'm telling you right Stender now. Stenders here. <laughs> Steph Curry might foul out in the first quarter. I know, dude, I am getting pretty nervous. <laughs> I, I do not want a game seven. Because at that point, you know, it's obviously anybody's yeah, game. Honestly, and- like it's it sounds really, really weird for me to say, but I feel like the like Warriors and Warriors fans have more pressure for Game Six than the Celtics being or being their backs against the wall. Because like like the Heat were in in Game Six, it's like everyone's counting them out right now, and including me. Which maybe I sound like a fake fan, but it's just like I'm realistic, and it's like this. Keep it real. They're they're getting they're getting nothing offensively right now. It's very. It depends on what team you get, but I'm telling you right now, if they win Game Six, I don't care what any stat says. I don't care what anything says. I'm saying Celtics in seven, no matter what. So, yeah. but right now I am saying Warriors win this game. It's just how I feel. I'm not. I'm not trying to do the reverse psychology jinx thing. <laughs> I, I couldn't care less about that. I'm just saying I think the Warriors best them in this game. I hope so, and I think you're right too. I think they're going to be tough to stop. Um, but. <sighs> No and game seven, right please. Now, if if the if the Celtics somehow win this series, I I'm on that train where it's like, dude, give Steph Curry Finals MVP. He deserves it. Oh, okay, he's by far the best player in the series. He definitely has been. He's definitely been the best player in the series on both sides. Um, I've I saw a couple of tweets about that. Like, give Steph the Finals yeah, it, MVP. I wouldn't if they be lose. mad at it. I, I would not be mad at it. That guy went off, and it's like I feel like it's to the point where it's like, hey man, it's yours, dude. You should have won. You have three rings. You should have should have gotten one already. That'd be sick. Where, where do you think this finals like ranks? Like how good of a finals do you think this is? Cause it's weird from like, I guess it's the same thing with you, but it's, it's weird with from like an insider's perspective, watching every single minute of this game rather than an outsider's perspective. Like I, I watch games. I watch these final series, not as a fan. You've seen like every finals for the past, however many, many years, being yeah. a Warriors fan. But where do you think this finals like series like ranks? In terms of, um, like I'm seeing Bucks Suns versus Warriors Celtics being compared a lot, and I yeah. I don't know I don't know what what to say. It's tough because I was gonna say being a watching it as a fan is different than just watching it, it is. As a, as a and basketball that, that's fan. my problem. That's why I can't put a take on it. And I know you, it's the same thing with you because you're a Warriors fan. But I'm just yeah. I'm just curious on what you think. So if I were to rank it like among the Warriors finals that they've been in, like out of most entertaining, it's. I hate to talk about 2016. Um, I literally refuse to bring that one up. But um, yeah, I don't blame you. It's tough because 
I mean, from an outside perspective, 2017 and 2018 probably weren't that entertaining. For me, it was because we were just killing the Cavs. I mean, we swept them one year and then we... 2016 was the... I'm sorry if I bring this up, but 2017 no. was the Kyrie shot, right? No, that was 2016. 2016, 2016 was, I meant. That's what I meant. So yeah. That was the Kyrie shot. Yeah, that right. was the game seven, three, one lead, blah, blah, blah. Blocked yeah, by James, yeah. okay, all that yeah. stupid stuff. Um, that, that was that was the best final series I've ever seen, though. Like, that, that was amazing. So that was probably, from an outsider, pretty fun to watch and entertaining, especially because the powerhouse warriors are being taken down, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, 2017, I think that was when we swept them, and 2018 was when we gentle, gentlemen swept them, or was the other way around. Those probably weren't that entertaining. For somebody like even you like yeah even the even the Raptors series where it's just like Clay's out, KD's hurt like that. Yeah. Just, no one cares about that. Once a star player gets hurt, it's like just throw it out the window. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, no. I twenty fifteen personally twenty fifteen. What? Yeah, twenty fifteen was good. I personally would say this has been a better series than Bucks Suns, just mm-hmm. because after those two games from the Suns, it was literally just Bucks the entire. They won four straight. Like it was just it was done. It, it, yeah. it was everyone knew. Once once the Bucks went up three two, they knew they were winning that game six. Mm-hmm. I just feel like prior to like right now, I just feel like no one knows who's winning each game because yep. Warriors are so good at home. Celtics have been historical on the road. I don't know. No, I, you're just, right. No one knows who's going to win. I think you're and right. Celtics haven't. Been, that's another reason. Like I just don't think they're going to win. It's just Celtics haven't like own, like Tatum hasn't protected the home court. He mm-hmm. just hasn't done it. They had a chance. They, they had a golden chance in Game Four to go up three mm-hmm. one. Didn't didn't do it. I know. So, I don't know. I'm. I mean, I'm gonna go into the game and it's like, and I'm gonna be pissed off if we lose. But I'm going into it right now, saying I don't think they get it. It's gonna be a really good game, though. Like they're not gonna go out without a fight. I know that for a fact. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a very close game. Oh, yeah, no no doubt. It's not going to be a blowout. I don't think any of the games, if it was a game seven, I don't think that's going to be a blowout either. These two teams are pretty evenly matched, I think. I think the Warriors do have a little slightly more talent, maybe a deeper roster. Um, but these two teams are good, and I think and I think every game, game six, and then if there's a game seven, will be very interesting. But this finals, I think, I think from an outsider has been interesting, I would assume. I mean, I think it's been pretty good because, like you said, I think a big part of it is like, you coming into every game, you really have no idea what the heck is about to happen. And it's, yeah, there's. I feel like there's just no like home court. Like there's just none. because of how well the Celtics played um, on the road. It's like they they took game one from the Warriors like in, in at Chase Center. So I don't know. It's 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 tough. It is tough. Um, but I will say, I think I don't know if any finals top 2015 because that, that one was sweet dude um i know that there's no Kyrie, no kevin love they got injured game one or whatever but lebron was stupid in that series or oh, like he is in every series but he was stupid in that series you did so well and i'm still against the andre Godala finals mvp thing that was stupid but you know lebron played so well that series dude and i, I, I actually looked at like those box scores like a few days ago and it's really? just every game is just LeBron 46, 10, and 7, 48, 9, and 8. Like it was so dumb. He like, honestly wow. could have won the finals MVP. Um, he but have. I would have been pissed could've. if they gave it to him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, uh, it, I, that, yeah, it can't be that mad. You, you got the ring. I know that's board. true. Um, but dude, no, that we, one. That one was good. The first one. Dude, I want to take like I want to take like five minutes just talk about Jordan Poole. Like I just want to know oh, yeah. how you feel about Jordan Poole. 
It's just, just overall. Yeah, it's because when I'm watching him, it's like I don't hate Jordan Poole. I just, I just like I've always thought the guy was just not like as good as the media gives him. Like he'll hit, he'll hit some a lot of like two threes in a row, three threes in a row, and then he'll just get gassed up. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't see it. But and I'm not trying to come off as a Jordan Poole hater. Like I'm not oh. a Jordan Poole hater. It's just the the half court three and then another half court bank three, and I'm just like, dude, you can't be serious. I know. It's just Jordan, so frustrating. He's a sniper, dude. I mean, that guy can shoot. Um, mm-hmm. I like Jordan Poole, and I think he'll be good for us. Hopefully, he stays with us. Um, I'm a fan. I think he needs to work on his defense. Um, but There's no fixing that, I'll tell you. That. I know. Be, it's, he'll be it an would, offensive player. It's not going to be easy. Um, but just as a player, I like him. I think he's learning a lot from Steph. I can see similarities in their games. Um, obviously he's nowhere near Steph's level yet, but mm-hmm. I like Jordan Poole. Um, a lot of the time he played really well towards the end of the season was when Steph was out. Um, so it's not, he's never, he hasn't reached that peak of his, of play in this playoffs while Steph has been playing. I don't think first series, he was pretty good. Um, but other than that, he's been all right. Yeah. He's been solid. Um, but I mean, he's been a huge part of the team, I think. And I, and I'm a fan, I think. I like him. I like him as a person. I think he's funny because I watch his interviews. And I do. I, I do. And- I, I love them in college. I love them in college. In yeah, no. He's sick. Um, so I definitely I'm a fan. Obviously, as a Warriors fan, I'm it probably makes sense for me to be a fan, but I like him. I think yeah. he will be good. Like objectively, I think he's I think I mean, he's a good shooter. I mean, I mean, he is a good. Yeah, shooter. No, he's he's a good so, offensive player. It's, it's he's such an odd fit for the Warriors. Like, he's the opposite of what the Warriors would want. And that's that's what it's so weird to me. It's like. He doesn't have any like shot IQ really. Like he, I, yeah, like that that two for one air ball. Like I'm like I'm like, that one hurt. like who's doing like no one like Curry's not doing that. Like nope. Curry's not shooting that shot. I think Clay has some questionable shots and he doesn't shoot that shot. And it's just like he he's like he's the definition of just a hooper. Like he's he's going out there in the finals playing basketball like it's an AAU game. And honestly, yeah. I love it when it's not against the Celtics but it's funny. I, I think it's funny. It and it's just when he hits those half court shots, I'm like, dude. And it's like, he's always going to get that crowd going just because it's just, oh, yeah. he's funny. He's fun to watch, yeah. but it's just, man, it's like, I'm seeing these half court shots and I'm like, dude, like this can't be serious. Like we can't be doing this right now. And I know, obviously, he... <laughs> like you said on defense, it's just, that's why he only played like 12, I think it was like 12 minutes. It's just the guy just gets cooked on defense. Doesn't yeah. matter. And the Warriors do a really good job at helping like bad defenders. And Curry's not a – I don't think Curry's a minus defender, but they do a good job at helping him out. And Poole just – he just can't do it. They, they sell the time every time. Uh-huh. No, yeah, I, I'm with you on all that. Um, I mean, Poole's, Poole's defense, like you said earlier, probably won't change. That's probably who he is. But offensively, he'll always get the crowd going. Those shots were crazy, dude. I don't yeah, remember I know, what like, – the, the first half-court shot, I'm like, I'm like, that's going to go in. Oh, they had all the momentum. Sick. That's going to go in. Second shot, I'm like, dude, are we serious right now? I'm like, and it banked in. I'm like, he's. I'm just sitting there. That was in the midst of the Celtics run too. Like that, yeah. they would have closed out that quarter on the road, just amazing. Like outscored him by like 15 that quarter, and then Pool hits that three to go up. I know that was huge because it put us ahead fourth. at the end of the quarter. Yeah, um, it's funny that's because when it ended really. That's when the, that's when the yeah. game ended. I'm telling you, you're right. When the game ended. I- who I was watching it with, we talked about that. We said that was honestly like the turning point. Like right when that, JP no, that hit that sequence. shot. I, I didn't even think about the half court shot because I literally I tweeted out, I was like, I was like, 
because that this is when I was getting mad at Tony Brothers, and it's like none of the other refs. I don't care. It's just I've always hated Tony Brothers. Yeah, and it's just fair. that Jordan Poole call, like uh, the Marcus Smart offensive foul, they get a bucket, and then I didn't even I didn't even think about like a minute later, Poole hits that half court shot, and, like he just. I mean, all this, all this slander I've been given Jordan Poole, like he, he low-key won them that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you think about it. No, you're right. I mean, that shot was huge. And that is when funny. the game ended. You're right. I can agree with you on that. I think you're right about that. Um, kind of the turning point of the game. And then the Warriors kind of took over. It's funny because the Warriors seem to suck at last second shots now. Like I, the end of quarters, because they used to be really good at it, but now they, they always screwed up somehow. So I've been saying, now we just got to get to Jordan Poole. Just let him shoot the last second shot when the, when the buzzer is about to go off because he seems to make it every single time. Yep. So that's been huge, man. I love I love Jordan. And without him, who knows where we'd be. I mean, he's been definitely a big part of the team in the end of the regular season, especially, um, but throughout the whole year. So, you know, definitely. Oh, I hope he stays with us for a while. It's tough, though. It's going to be tough because the Warriors have a lot of talent um, everywhere especially coming up now, because you, you obviously got the core. You got Steph, Clay, Dre. Then you have Andrew Wiggins. So I don't know what's going to happen coming. with Wiggs. And then you got Kaminga and you got Jordan Poole, who likely will be starter caliber players. But you got a whole you got a whole lineup already. So I don't know what the heck's going to happen. If these guys are going to be good with coming off the bench, I don't know. Warriors have a lot of talent. They're going to have to make some decisions. Um, I don't know if this roster will look exactly the same this year, and it definitely won't look the same in two years because there's just going to be stuff they have to do. Um, but this kind of brings me into my next topic I did want to cover um, because a lot of players, a lot of fans out there, and I think some executives I heard are pretty mad that the Warriors have the highest payroll in the NBA. Um, while it's like you're going to pay for your team to get better, obviously, so why would you not do that? But I think a thing that keeps the Warriors that kind of separates them in this circumstance is that they drafted pretty much all these guys. Don't bring that up. So that's my biggest thing is that you can get mad that they have, they have all this money wrapped in these guys, but they drafted almost all of them. Steph Clay, Dre obviously drafted Looney pool, Kaminga and Moody. Those guys are drafted. Wiggins was a trade. I will say Everyone did not like Wiggins contract was widely considered as the worst in the NBA. One of the worst in the NBA. Yeah, And so, then he turned into the defensive player of the year. Exactly. <laughs> then so he turned like, into a good defensive player. Ex- so. Exactly. One of the worst defenders in the league. And he comes out with the Warriors and turns into one of the best. You can't really get mad at them for that. They took on his ginormous that was contract. was a great trade. And they got coming from it. And they got coming from it. Um, and then Gary Payton, like, Everyone had a chance to sign Gary Payton. He was our 15th roster spot. So don't get mad at us for that. We just signed him right at the end of the roster and now look at him. So yeah, you're going to have the highest payroll when all these players have been on the on the same team for 10 years. Like exactly. Curry's on his if anybody, any team that has a super max player is going to be high in payroll. Like Curry's a super max player. Clay's a max player. Is Draymond a max player? Yeah. Draymond's a max player. Yeah. Wiggins. <laughs> max, max player. Yeah. Max player. Yeah. So yeah, you're going to have. But it's like, like the, I have no problem with that because you you drafted Draymond, Clay, and Pool, or not Pool, or you did draft Pool, but you drafted Curry, and they're all they all signed team deals with the team they got drafted by. That's not a problem. Wiggins, you you got you traded for him, and he wasn't even a superstar before. So yeah, no, I'm with you. I think that's stupid. I, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't even seen anything about the whole Warriors. Uh, you're on more Warriors Twitter than I am. But oh, really? I haven't seen any – yeah, I haven't really say, seen any uh, Warriors payroll thing, but I can see where it's coming from. Because a lot of people just 
find random things to be mad at nowadays. And that's probably that's one true. of them. Yeah, that's true. And a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people already hate the Warriors because they've kind of been dominating yeah. the league for a while. Yeah, I, w- I was also going to bring that up because it's like the Celtics are a, a widely hated team just because of Boston. And then the Warriors are a hated team because they're good. And mm-hmm. that's just how it goes. And that's why people are like saying this finals isn't good because they don't want either team to win. Well, sorry, there's no ties in a seven game series, but someone's going to win. So you're going to be pissed off. But yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, the Warriors, they do have decisions to make with their money, though, coming up with Poole, with Kaminga, these guys coming up. But I think the Warriors are in a really good spot. And Wiseman, I didn't even bring him up either. So he's going to be – he'll be good for us too. Um, yeah, the Warriors, did, the Warriors did great. Like going from like a championship team to in that like what, two-year drought you had. Yeah. Uh, just getting all – getting a, the number two overall pick, getting a bunch of young players, and now they're back reloaded dude which Kaminga is not going to lead a franchise but I'm just saying it's like it's good it's good for the Warriors they need him Kaminga is going to be sick I think he's going to be like a not probably not as good as like Kawhi but I think he'll be a player just like that and I think think, he's going to I think he's going to be like a Wiggins I think he'll be like a Wiggins that's fair too I don't think he's going to be I don't think he's going to be a superstar I think he like at his peak like the guy's what like 19 Mm -hmm. I think at his peak he'll be like He'll be an all-star. Like yep, I think, I, I don't think, I think that's fair to say. Um, yeah, I don't know about like Kawhi, but I, I do think he could be like a Wiggins type player. Is what I think. I think he'll definitely make some all-star teams. I don't, not saying he'll be as good as Kawhi, but I think that exact kind of player is what he'll turn out to Spurs be. Spurs Kawhi. Spurs Kawhi wasn't a superstar. He was, yeah. he was like an all-star D-boy yeah. candidate. And I could definitely see that. Yeah, I love Kaminga. I think he'll be sick. So yeah, the Warriors taking two years off. You know, getting Wiggins. And then drafting uh, Wiseman, Kaminga, and Moody. I mean, that's just crazy. That does it never really works out like that. To where you go to five straight finals, and then you're the worst team in the league, and then you're bad for two years. Take a two year little break. You're like, okay, we'll wait for two years, and then you come back and you're right back in the finals on the cusp of another championship. I like how you worded that. You said just take two years off, like it was a vacation. <laughs> I know. That's, yeah, how, that's how Warriors fans. That's how Warriors fans are. <laughs> I'm spoiled, dude. No, I no. Am. I mean, I get it, dude. I'm a Patriots <laughs> fan, so. Oh yeah, that's just how it is. Take take two years off, you know, just get a little breather, get like two, three lottery picks, and then you're back. I know. No, I'm not hating on it. It's crazy, dude. It's fun. Um, I wish my Niners could could get to the championship as easy as the Warriors have been, but yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how that's how they are. It's like I, I get I get a bunch of Patriots rings. This is the first Celtics finals I've actually like in depth witnessed. I've seen a bunch of Red Sox rings. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's we're just like the same. Is. We got the yeah. two, we got two teams that win a lot. I had my Giants win three back in the beginning of the decade. And then, you know, obviously the Warriors, but the Niners, they've gotten close, but they just can't get it. They will, though. Yeah, I'm telling you, if I were to pick any sport where I want the rings, it is the NFL, though. Me too. Oh, me too. 100%. The NFL. So, Especially because I haven't seen one. It'll feel so much better, dude. But winning a Super Bowl is – I just feel like it's so much better than – Yeah, like if I were to rank them, like it would just be NFL for me. For me, it would be MLB second, and I've seen that in 2018. I like witnessed one of the best MLB teams oh, yeah. of all time. That 2018 Red Sox team is stupid. And then it would be NBA, NHL. Yeah. I just haven't even seen the, uh, the Celtics make it to the finals since 2012, and I wasn't – I was, I was like nine years old, ten years old. Yeah. So it's like I'm not I'm not really paying paying attention to that team. 
Yeah. So. Totally. Yeah, man. Well, anything else you got? Anything else you want to add? Are we good? Celtics in seven. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you <laughs> might be right, dude. You might be right, dude. I hope not. Um, but man, I appreciate you coming on. You gotta Thank you. you. I know we we I had you on earlier in the year, but is your you're doing your podcast again now, right? Because you guys took a break in the offseason, but you're back doing it, right? Uh, we took a break and then we came back for one episode to recap the draft. And then we're still off right now, but we okay. will be back probably around August when camps are coming back, when Perfect. preseason's coming up. There's just not too much to talk about right now. Like right now is literally just Deshaun Watson, yeah. really. Yeah, I know <laughs> really yeah, that's it. There's so, not much going on. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to have to make two because we do make two episodes a week, and there's just just not enough to talk about. So we're just taking the off season off, and yeah. we're gonna come back around August. Right. Yeah. Third and long. Right. You can plug it, man. What? Tell them all your socials and all that. They can follow you. Yep. We are third and long NFL three RD and long NFL on TikTok, Twitter, and Spotify. Two episodes a week off right now, like I said. But yeah, I mean, follow NFL content two days a week. Yeah, dude. Right on, bro. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. It's always fun. Thursday's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, man, thanks again for coming on. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Um, you guys can, you know, you can follow me on pretty much all the social media platforms, Instagram, the night shift pod, TikTok at the night shift pod and Twitter at the night shift two T's at the beginning, two T's at the end. Um, and I appreciate you all for listening. If you still are, and that'll be it for me. I'm out. Peace. Let's go.